part of the conversations that happen around my kitchen table. He's John Branion and he's been a stand-up comic for more than 30 years. She's Amanda McKinney and she's been my daughter for her whole life. Our family believes laughter is a gift from God. We often discover it while discussing culture, faith, and family. So go ahead and pull up a chair, neighbor. Can I call you Carl? There's plenty of room here for you. Oh my goodness, brand new intros for a brand new year. Isn't this fun? That was an ordeal. <laughs> we'll put up a video <laughs> in the uh, in the member section so that people can see just how much effort we went to to get that new intro. It sounds like something that could be dashed off in a matter of seconds, but it actually required, it was very labor intensive. Well, and by new intro, you mean the welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast required four children and individual miking <laughs> and multiple takes and adjustments for uh, the equalization. It was... I kept sending, I kept trying to bring them back to the room and here guys, gather around, just say welcome to the podcast. Just say just welcome say to the it. podcast. Good grief, it I had to ordeal. bribe them with each being able to have their own microphone. Right. And if I had more children, I wouldn't even be able to because I only have four We only have four. We yet. used every single microphone that we have at our disposal to get that recorded. Um, I have green on and because Silas, that helps me hear my headphones. Silas, who didn't even want to record it at first, is now standing next to his mother talking into the microphone. <laughs> Silas, say, welcome to the podcast. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's part <laughs> of the We forgot about too. that, too. Took multiple takes because Silas kept adding additional words to the intro. Really just one word. Poop. Just poop. Mm -hmm. welcome, welcome to, to the, the podcast. podcast. Poop. No. No, don't say that. Don't say poop. But unfortunately, though, I'm afraid it does cut off a little bit. I'm afraid it does cut off a little bit. Are we going to have to redo it? Here, don't pound on the table, buddy. We're going to have to set up a... Let's listen to it right now. Carl, tell me, does this sound like it doesn't cut off? Welcome to the podcast! See how it does... It's fine. And then it goes, click. It's fine. You don't hear that little click? It's fine. Welcome to the podcast. It's fine. I they didn't say T very I, well. Neither of us are young enough to do another take. And then it goes kunk at the end. Neither of us will be able to get it done Tell in me, our lifetime. Send us an email next door, johnbrandon.com. Tell me if it sounds kind of weird at the end of that, if it cuts off right away. Let us know if you don't like our new intro. And it we did will, take a lot of effort. And we will set it up. To and just wait till you hear the outro too, because we got a new one of those. Oh, the outro is so amazing. We do. Yes, that was the first one I recorded. Me and me and Silas. That's when he kept saying, "He's he didn't say welcome oh. to the podcast poop. He said see you next time poop." Oh, I can't wait to hear. Remember, that's, you that's were right. in the kitchen time, laughing, poop. which made it even harder to get the four year old. To I couldn't help it. Focus. I couldn't help it because poop is is. It's the ultimate punchline when you're three, four, five years old, and they slide it into everything. I'm having to do recording after recording after recording for various issues, like my microphone wasn't high enough, or he, he made it thump a little bit because he messed with it. Because he jumps. He can't stand he still. He jumped, or he scooted it across the table, and so I'm like, I'm struggling with the tech, and then he goes... I, and plus, I had to read first. That was the thing. I would have to read my portion and point first, at him. and then point at him. So and there then was some say, synchronization that was an issue. Time. You'll hear it, but but yeah. what you won't hear is where I got through my part of the script. He said, "See you next time," and then it goes poof, poof. before I could turn it <laughs> before off. Before she could shut the recording off. <laughs> uh, 
And then grandpa laughing. I couldn't help Like it. that was going to make things easier. I couldn't help it. Like that was so, going to help me convince him that it was so not a good juvenile. thing to do. So perfectly juvenile and childish. It just struck me as hilarious. Uh, of course he would do that. Of course. <laughs> of course after all the takes we've done, I that would be. I couldn't help it. I couldn't. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be uh, difficult. I wasn't trying to make your job harder, but I couldn't help it. But this is what it's like. This when we say you're here at the comedian's table at his house, we're this not kidding. is what we mean. We we're mean, not messing around. There's kids running around here, living their life, and and we try to get them involved sometimes, and then we kind of regret all of our life choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have been uh, we've been having a conversation today about my my produce production of new material, and Peaches has been scolding me about doing that. She says I should. Well, to be fair, I've been scolding you about this for a while. Right. It's not just today. Right. So we've had <laughs> we've had to do multiple takes on that as well. He's um, the kind of guy who gets bored easily. He doesn't want to have to say the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like most artists, it's more fun if you can just do a new thing. Mm-hmm. Do a new thing every day. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, then you never end up being able to sell the thing that you've created yesterday mm-hmm. at some point you have to stop making new stuff and start like helping and others see what you've already distributing made. the things that you've already made yeah and so he composes a brand new post every day what's funny about it is that most people dread that part but that happens to be your comfort zone you would rather yes. write a brand new thing i would rather i would rather write a brand new thing rather than face the reality that the thing that I made yesterday might not be of interest to people. And so rather than stopping, I'm telling you how I'm thinking, rather than stopping and, and letting people evaluate. You would rather write another thing that you're worried no one cares thing. about. Exactly. And just keep going. So it's it's the process of, if I never look over my shoulder, I'll never realize how badly He's things are being prolific. received. He's very prolific. And people, a lot of people are like, Oh, I just don't even know how to get started. I don't have any ideas. Yeah, that's not my problem. I'm going to write a book someday, they'll say. And they are out there trying to sell the book they haven't even yet written. Meanwhile, you have at least 20 or 30 books worth of blog posts. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's not an exaggeration. Like, you have thousands of blog posts. I do. And then Facebook posts and, you know, Gab and MeWe posts. I do. And not to, not counting, like, if we were to transcribe all the words being used on this podcast. I have no shortage of content. And then all the words used on the Starving Comics Quarantine Show every Sunday night yes. on YouTube. So, like, yes. yes, you're always making new things. We're always making new things. Which is usually what people wish they could do because they're out there wishing they could sell a thing. Wishing they had an, uh, an idea for a thing. And they don't have the thing yet, but they have a lot of enthusiasm for what might be a thing someday. Right. Whereas I have enthusiasm enough to the point where I will actually produce a thing and then I quickly abandon that right. thing and right. make another thing. Literally millions of words, millions, billions of words worth of You think there's that many? A billion is a lot. I know, but I'm. But you've been blogging since like 2005. I'll bet I don't have a billion words. Or 2004. Yeah, probably. But I'll bet I don't have a billion. How words. many words would you have to? Because my first, my first issues, uh, or my first method of blogging. Remember how you hated it because it was so just short, single lines, punctuated. Yeah. Yeah, but how somebody Staccato. who's a mathematician needs to do this. How many words would you have to write every day to get to, to a billion? To get to a billion, a lot. How many words write per That's day? That's a thousand to millions. Get to a billion. A thousand I, millions. Is it? Yes. Get to a billion. 
Is it? Or is it 100? Oh, yeah, it's not 100 million because that's an actual thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, 1,000 billion. 1,000 million. millions is a huge How number. long does it take to write a million words? Okay, so this will help. We can do the, we can do the math from here. Um, it would I, take I, I don't a, think I've even spoken a billion words in my whole life. Listen, listen to this. It would take 1,000 days to write... Uh, okay, if you averaged a thousand words a day, so mm-hmm. several uh, several writers aim to write a thousand words a day, which is actually not that hard. Right. And if you write on average that much every day with no breaks, it would take a, a thousand, thousand days, days to write or a million. two years, nine months. That's not that many. I to write you, a million. That's right, one million. Right to write a million, and so then you multiply that by what did you say? A, a thousand. thousand. Hmm. So you would have to. What if you did ten times? A thousand words a day. If you were ten thousand words a day, if you were ten thousand words a day, then nine thousand of them would be crap. Well, yeah, but we were just talking about how if you counted the words that you actually speak into the microphone, or if you're on your on your um, show, right? Yeah, you're a very wordy so, guy. So, how many words? Did, how many years did you say that was? Two and nine months. So you Two might times, round up to three. So you multiply that by a thousand. Three thousand years. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. To write a billion words hmm. at a thousand words a day. Yeah, but how many words do you think we speak on the podcast? Because oh, I have it's no more idea. than 10,000. It's not the same. You do most of the talking on the podcast. Well, that's why I feel like a billion isn't all that challenging. Right. I'm like, I could handle that. But the, that's why I, I'm telling you that you are, okay. that you're not grasping how big a number a how billion is. How many words average women speak in a day? I knew I've seen this before. I think that's like 50,000 or 20,000. 20,000. 20, it just 000. seems like 60,000. But that's the average, and I bet I'm above average. You probably are, but so you would double it? Sure. That's 40,000. Oh, my kids are very loud in the back. So if you double it to 40,000, but we don't speak that every day. I pretty much do. Like, I, with the with the mom cast, mm-hmm. and then... You don't speak to mom cast every day. No, but we are... This is the second podcast for today. That's true. We're working our finger... We're working our tongues to the bone I, today. This is probably going to be a 100,000 word day right this here. probably 100,000 words for you. <laughs> I'll be... I'll do... Be lucky to get ten word, ten thousand words squeezed in here somewhere. I don't even know why this matters anymore. The point is, <laughs> I'm trying to get because we're trying to be careful with words, my dear. Right, I'm trying to get you to to take more pride in the words you've already written. In the and here's how I put it, so that you would be more receptive of it. Uh-huh. The grace that God has given you to speak each morning doesn't just stop being a gift from God because you've already said them. Like, right. take that gift that was given to you 10 years ago. So God God laid it on your heart. He gave you the mind and the, and the work ethic to put together these words. So don't just squander them. Don't just let them rot. You no, know. I'm, I'm, I, am, I have never been argumentative about this. When, right. you, when you brought it up, I've always said, yes, that is correct there is wisdom in those words i just and you can take them and you can i just can't you can sort of you know polish them or or um twist them a little bit more it's always better the second time yeah i'm I'm not a guy who writes drafts i'm a guy who goes beginning to end and writes a thing right and it's always better when i go back and and for some reason it gets lost or it gets 
crashed or whatever and I have to start over again, it's always better the second time I write it. Right. It will. It would be. And you can also, you were saying you want things to be relevant, like for current events. I do. I don't want to talk about stuff that was going on in 2004. But the concepts are still the same. You take the same concept and just change the name of the president and it's like, oh, look at that. It still makes sense. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so yesterday, one so of the things... So that's what's going on behind the scenes, Carl. Yesterday, and, uh, one of the things that popped up in your memories that you didn't even know was there is something along the lines of, one would think that flypaper would be the best to make an airplane, but that would not be the case. Yeah. And I, you're right. I'd forgotten that I had written that, but it's kind of funny. Here's the best things in life. This was nine years ago, 2013. Best things in life are free unless we're talking about a no-cost colonic. That's you. <laughs> uh-huh. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> Here's also nine years ago on this day. Don't cry over spilled milk. When life hands you lemons, squeeze the juice on the milk and ta-da, yogurt. <laughs> you didn't know you wrote that, did you? I didn't know I wrote that. One that, that I do remember writing years ago, and I can't remember, I, I can't remember when, but it was, it's not the size it's not the size of the man. It's not the size of the man in the fight. It's the sight. It's the fight. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You should write that down. It's not the size of the man in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. Right. That's a thing. And his access to hand grenades. You wrote that? I did. Okay. Okay. So I don't know why you remembered that. I don't know either. I must have thought it was good. And not the flypaper one. I must have thought that the flypaper one was not as good. And then 10 years ago, we've got heard someone pronounce Wi-Fi as Wi-Fi used in a sentence. The hotel charges a Wi-Fi for their Wi-Fi. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you're I'm, all caught up. I'm Facebook funny. says, check back tomorrow now for more know, memories. Now we know what I was thinking 10 years so, ago. So yeah, all I said is you got to check your memories and you can copy and paste them and repost them. You don't even have to tell anybody that it was something you had written a decade ago. Just copy and paste. There you yeah. go. All right. Much less effort. I promise. I promise to be less creative on a daily basis. That's all I ask. And more, uh, What's the word? When, when, you, when you're just doing a thing that doesn't require any creativity, you're just doing it over and over. Mundane. Mundane. Yeah, that's a, probably a good word. I promise to be more mundane and less creative. Are more you happy? predictable. You happy? I'm so happy. We've also had to do some uh, troubleshooting, which is a thing that we have to do ourselves because we don't have... Are you talking about for your website? Yes, I'm talking about... Uh, I'm talking about... People who have written in, there's been two of them now. There's been two people who have written in and complained because they're getting notifications about updates that happen on the website, whether it's a new blog post or a change to one of the pages or something. But there's a thing that you can do on the website, Carl. You can go, there's a little red bell in the lower left-hand corner on my website that if you click that bell, Uh-oh. it will notify you. Talk to Carl. Of, I'm going to go get Silas sorted out. It will, clo- it will notify you of any changes that have happened on the website. And so for the past uh, couple of weeks, actually, this started before Christmas, I was getting, an e- I was getting emails from a user who was annoyed with me because my notifications were... Uh, we're waking this person up, and uh, 
they did not appreciate being awakened by my notifications, and they asked me to stop sending them notifications. The problem is that the notifications happen automatically. I don't personally send notifications to everybody that's on my list. The software takes care of that. Software monitors people's uh, devices. It knows their IPs, and it sends them a notification automatically. So I'm not actually waking up in the morning and sending notifications to everybody's phone. That goes, uh, the, the machine takes care of that. The problem is that I don't actually know where these notifications are going, and I don't actually know who is getting them because I, I don't have access to any of the phone numbers. I don't have any access to any of the emails. Um, it's just this cryptic number it's just a listing of numbers that uh that don't make any sense to me and so when somebody writes to me and says take me off of the notification list i don't i can't do that because i don't know who they are i don't <laughs> all i have is numbers so i don't know who's notifying i don't know who's being notified is what i'm saying so when you sign up for notifications on my website carl i i can't trace you i don't know who you are so this person has been writing me since before Christmas, and the emails have gotten progressively more uh, abrupt and uh, and annoyed to where today I, I I've been responding. I, I responded to the to the first one and said, "Hey, uh, if you want to unsubscribe." from notifications, you go to my website, there's a little bell, little red bell in the corner, click that little red bell and it will take you off the list. That's all there is to it. As long as you go to the website using the device that you originally signed up on, if it's your phone, if it's your phone that's notifying you, then use your phone to go to my website, click the little red bell and voila, you're off the website. So this person responded, uh, I don't it's, see a bell. it's not working, I don't see a bell. Mm -hmm. So please take me off the website or off the notification list. And so I gently explained again, I cannot take you off of the list because I don't see, I, it's not like I see a list of names of people or emails. I don't see anything except a list of IP numbers. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it, it, I, I, don't, I don't know who she is. And so I explained that to her. I said, I am not able to take you off. And then I sent a screenshot that says, you know, here's the thing you need to be looking for. And then uh, apparently that still hasn't worked because I got a, a very terse email that said, take me off of the no, stop, stop, notifications. stop the notifications with like five exclamation points after it. And that was it. And so that prompted a conversation between me and the peaches. And the peaches was, well, basically two things that we talked about. One of them was how technology is such to where people like your age don't even sign up for notifications no. anymore. You're not interested in being reminded that, uh, that I have a blog or a podcast or... No. In fact, we get really annoyed when we sign up for something for one thing. Like, for example, school notifications because our kid is mm -hmm. involved in a homeschool thing or sports notifications. Like, I, for example... I had a I was on a notification list for theater because my kids were involved in Winnie the Pooh. Right. Now I'm getting text messages to let me know I can buy tickets for shows my kids are not in. Right. That's right. super annoying. Well, and I and it made me think. It gave me pause because it's it's true. And so what we've had over the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years probably is just this uh, this surge of 
internet gurus teaching everybody who has any sort of a business uh, how to stay in contact with right. their quote unquote customers. Right. And so you build an email list and then you constantly send them things and you just won't to leave remind them, alone. them. And what, uh, when I bought paint at, mm-hmm. uh, at Sherwin Williams, I don't even remember exactly how it is that they came to know how they came across my email, email address. Yeah. yeah. Except that they must've gotten it from the place where I bought the paint. And, and then I was getting like three times a week, I would get emails from Sherwin Williams about paint. Right. And it was like, do you guys not understand that I don't need paint that's, three times that's a week? a meme on Facebook that I saw that was like, oh gosh, let me see if I can find it. It was about toilet seats. Do you remember this? I don't need toilet seats three times a week. Yeah. yeah. Dear Amazon. It's basically, dear Amazon, I bought a, I, I was searching for toilet seats because I needed a toilet seat. I'm not some kind of freak who collects toilet seats. <laughs> right. I don't, I, don't have, need to, I don't need to be shown new toilet seats every single day. Right. Now that I have the toilet seat that's right. functioning. I have, I bought the toilet seat. It's functioning. And now I don't need a toilet seat anymore. Yeah. I'm writing this email to you while sitting on the toilet seat that I bought from you. Please stop telling me about toilet seats. And that's right. the way I felt about Sherwin, Willi- Sherwin Williams. It's right. like, you can stop telling me about all your different paints. I got it. I have the paint and I, I don't need it. And so I am sympathetic to that. I, I understand why notifications are annoying but at the same time we have been told all of us that the it's super important that once you have made contact with a person once you once you have a a person in your in your client list that you not let them ever go away well, right. you not it, let them forget you that you're alive no no you need to let them forget that you're alive you do while they don't need your service but if right. you if you have a a special event coming up that's relevant to them, then that's a different scenario. If you have a reason to call, right. you know, or a reason to write, then yeah, write or call. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lessen the number of notifications that I send out. It's just a tick box on the website. And so I could set it up so that when I write blog posts, for example, it doesn't send a notification. It doesn't push out a notification. Yeah. And that way, there will be fewer notifications. Well, particularly people who write every day, like right. you have been doing. It's like what I said earlier was, if a person on YouTube, for example, write or puts publishes a video every day, then I know that. Right. I know at, at a certain point, I realize, oh, this person publishes a video every single morning. Right. So when it gets to be, you know, 10, 10 days or whatever, if I haven't heard from them, I can go to their channel and catch up on all of those videos that I missed. But I don't want it to be like an alarm clock. Right. You know, I don't want it to become just just a part of my every day. Something because, that you have to ignore. Because everybody else is doing that too. Right. You know? No, I get it. I'm I am I'm down with that. I'm I'm just I'm just trying to uh, explain the context for why that thing exists. Oh I I know why. And I also know that uh, in a few years, in a few more years or maybe already, people who are business owners or people who, like Sherwin-Williams or like the theater company, mm-hmm. they're going to need to pivot. They're going to need to find a new strategy because right. it's going to get to the point where everybody my age and younger is going to not have any notifications. None of them enabled. They're going to unsubscribe on. from all the yeah. annoying stuff and just pare down as much as they possibly can. And that's, that is understandable yeah. and and correct. We, we have, 
um, we have a mailing list, an email list, and I have been very strict about not sending emails on a regular basis. If, if I right. send, if I send four emails a year, a year, that's a lot. Right. But the problem, though, with that is that some people have enabled email notifications that are, again, not they're not really associated with your website or they're they're associated with your website but they're not really in your control mm -hmm. and if you're an old person right you don't realize that you've done that like you don't know that the person is Correct. not physically well and that's what putting we're running the into email now. together for you and sending it to and typing your email address into the bar and sending it off to you personally right and so it's this person automated. this person wrote to me saying stop sending me notifications so that i would personally stopped, stopped sending, sending her right. notifications. She thought she was talking and, directly to the culprit. Right. And so, and I tried to explain to her that, yeah, it's, it is a system that it, it's not personal. It, it, she didn't seem to get it. And that was the other thing that we talked about. So we talked about the... The legitimacy the, to the idea that notifications are annoying. That they're annoying. And then we also talked about people who have a tendency to make uh, their problems other people's problems. In right. this case... In, the, in this case, the fact that this person is being woken up at earlier in the morning than they would like to be woken up, that's somehow my problem now. And, and there are so many ways to avoid that happening. If you, if you don't know how to remove yourself from a notification list, you can certainly mute your phone. Uh, right. So that it doesn't go off and, and notify you until a certain time of the day. Right. Turn but, your phone off. Right. All of those things are, are <laughs> possibilities if you really can't figure out how to remove yourself from the list. The point that I'm that we were talking about is there are certain types of people who um, who get really really uh, nasty. They get nasty, yeah. get nasty because they're not able to solve a problem well, it doesn't even occur to them that they should solve the problem like i think it's a difference between those who are go who are self-starters and they're sort of independently minded and mm -hmm. they will take care of their own issues they're they're taking personal responsibility for problem solving versus those who want to fix the world and this is a, a parenting um thing that has been they've been said many times that i agree with that says you should be raising your children so that they're prepared for the world don't try to prepare the world for your for children, which right. it makes more sense. It's more, it's more economical. It's more efficient to just teach yourself how to work your phone rather than spending all of your time trying to get Comcast and the library and your church and everybody else who's sending you stuff to, to stop, stop sending, sending you, you stuff. Right. Like the, the problem is on your end and you are actually empowered to find a way to, to tailor your own notifications so that they're not bothering you anymore. Right. But it doesn't, for some people, apparently that just doesn't occur some to them. Some people, it's it's not just, I mean, I understand the frustration of not knowing how to solve a problem. I, I get that. But there are some people who are actually offended with right. with me for the fact that they have signed up for a notification. Well, the, the notification system is was intended to be sort of like a courtesy. It's like, hey, if you like this stuff and you want to be able to, and you want to have it sent directly to you, you can sign up for it. That's the premise. So I understand that, you, that you're that you annoyed by that. But there's- Oh, I under, you have to understand that people have violated that agreement by getting your phone number or your email address under false pretenses and then continuing to use it sure. beyond the reason sure, that they there were are, told. There are bad actors out there who are abusing- Well, and again, I don't necessarily think that they're aware of it. I don't think people are doing it maliciously or on purpose and if you think if you legitimately think that john brandon is sitting down at his computer every day to to email this particular person 
yeah, despite I'm not. the time that she's asked multiple times that you stop, then yeah, that would you would be frustrated by that. Right. And you, but but if you're ignorant to I how that works, I keep telling him not to send me emails, and he keeps sending me emails. I would also be very angry at the person who's emailing me or texting me, as it were, from the the theater organization. Or when you sign up for a church so that sure, you can I hear, so you know if they're going to have a snow day or if there's a prayer request at church because somebody's dying. And then it turns out, oh, you're going to get a daily devotional from, you're going to have somebody read a devotional to you every morning directly on your phone. Because you asked for this thing I and now up. you're getting something else. I signed up because, you know, if you want to be notified when there's a funeral and you want to contribute to funeral dinners by making something for the family, then, then yes, put me on. Give me the give give us your phone number and I did and now I have to find some way to keep said church from calling every single day. Then yeah, that's with something that you I didn't would. ask for. Yes, right with additional information. Right, because I can read the Bible for myself. You can, <laughs> but do you? Yes, <laughs> yes to both of those. I think that it is an extremely effective ministry tool to jam scripture into people's ears against their will. <laughs> to sneak it in. But yeah. again, I would be very offended. If you offended. bother people with scripture, they're more was, likely to remember it. I would be more offended if I thought that it was malicious. Like if I thought that this was a person who was trying to push my buttons, like literally dialing my phone number every morning. I know she hates this, but I'm doing it anyway. Right, just to offend me. Like then I would be upset, but I, I know that it's automated. And I know that from their perspective, they just haven't thought about how annoying this is. And from the perspective right. of a person writing to you every other day to ask you to stop notifications, they just don't understand. Right. It's so much of this is well, just see, pure the, ignorance. The, and that's the difference is that I I know better than to... Than to foist things on people. That's the reason it's an optional sign-up. That's the reason you can unsubscribe from lists. Because I know that people change their minds about things. People, uh, people. I know that people don't want to hear every word that comes out of my mouth because all, all one billion. I was them. waiting for you to say that. Yeah, I know that people don't want to hear all when one you're billion the kind of, of guy my words. That says a billion words in a lifetime. Then you just have to. People have to be able to turn that off when yeah, they want to. Yeah, and it's not personal, but. It's not personal as far as I'm concerned, but it is personal as far as some of these people are concerned. And the problem is that it was explained to this person in a previous email. I, I have already said that I don't control this. Right. It, is, it is part of a system, and I'm not able to stop it. But that right. was ignored, and, your question and then the, is, the next email was sent. And your question is, does this person have the capacity to understand what you're trying to say? Do they, do they have the even ability to understand? Oh, this is not his fault. Silly me. I've been, I've been rude. Like, yeah, I don't know. Are they even capable? Of I that? don't know. And but that is, if it was me, it is so different from the way I function. Like, if I was getting, if I was getting uh, bogus emails or, uh, which I have gotten, I've gotten emails that I didn't want before. My first thought isn't, I got to get a hold of the person who's sending me this email and give them a piece of my mind well, and let them know that no, I don't appreciate if it. If there was no unsubscribe button or if I couldn't readily find a way to opt out because all the ways that usually work aren't working, right? then yeah, I would I would be annoyed. I would be like, this well, seems I, like... We, we've all gotten... Uh, we've all gotten bad calls. Like, we're, I'm still getting calls on my cell phone from... Um, 
We've all signed up on the do not call list. Yeah, That's we've all signed up on do not call. Done. And AT&T is calling me once a week at least, if not twice a week. I don't think it's actually AT&T. this is AT&T Universal calling about, I don't know who it is, but it's, it's somebody's trying to sell me AT&T Universal. And I, I don't know, I don't know how to stop it. Yep, I've got a voicemail right now. I don't know if it's a legit call for John Braining Comedy or if it's somebody scamming me, wanting my social security number. But one of the things I said to you was I had a tech thing recently, like just this week, I was trying to figure out how to make it so that I would not be notified with emails or texts or Facebook messages or anything while I was trying to sleep. But I still use my phone for my sound machine. Right. So it's got white noise. It's like a fan sound. That comes from my phone, and so I have to have... Why don't you have, just get a fan? Um, because that's cold, and it's January in, Indian, <laughs> in Indiana. So you just want a, sand fa- uh, a fan sound without have, the fan I'll tell you breeze. what. This is actually a fight that Luke and I have had, not a big fight, but he bought a heater. for. We don't have vents upstairs in our house. So right, it's no, an old house. It's old house. All of the central air is only on the first floor. Right. So... We have to do window units for upstairs. So in the summertime, we have window air conditioners, and I don't use my white noise machine because it's you have an air noise. conditioner. Um, but in the wintertime, he purposely bought an oil heater. So, like, it plugs in. It's electric, but it's got oil inside of it. Mm-hmm. And so it heats up, and it's supposed to radiate. It's supposed to be more efficient. And he goes, and it's really quiet. And you're like, that's not a good thing. I said, why? That Because def- then he bought noise machines that plug in too. And so now we've got an entire outlet taken up with the purposely quiet heater that he bought. Which you would prefer would make a little and soothing rattle. And the noise machine that makes the sound like a fan would make. And I right. said, you know. It makes it sound like an oil machine. They make heaters that actually make this sound where they distribute <laughs> the fan with the fan. The heat gets distributed through the whole room. So to go out and buy a quiet An thing. An additional device. Is not a benefit to this yeah. family. But so, but that's like that in all the bedrooms because the kids want noise machines too. They want they want the sound of the fan. And so we've got a heater and a noise machine in every single room. So I started using my phone because the machine that Luke bought that plugs into the wall has a loop on it. <laughs> this, like, is gonna, this is really complicated, Carl. I've heard it. it already, but it's... No, go listen. Ahead. No, listen. You haven't heard this part. <laughs> There's more as complex as it was already, and there's still an aspect I don't know. The machine that Luke bought that plugs into the wall, I can hear a loop because I have I have ears like a like a like a bat. I have an ear like a hawk. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I've got an ear like a bullfrog. You think that's not impressive? You should see my eyes. Uh, How do do hawks? A bloodhound. Do (laughs) so. I've got the ears of a hawk and the, and the smell, eyes of a bloodhound. It's a smell like a dolphin. <laughs> so, as I was saying, Luke didn't hear it. He go, I said, it's on a loop. I want to turn that off because it drives me nuts. It's on a loop. I can hear it. And he goes, what? I can't hear it. And so I pointed it out to him. And he goes, oh. So I you can actually can hear the hear part it. where it starts over yeah, again. Yeah, where it clicks over. And so you can't fall asleep to that because you're constantly waiting for the part. Yep. Yeah, waiting for that. It just ridge. sounds like if you're not listening closely, it's just. But if you are trying to fall asleep, you're like, wait, I hear like a beep noise. What's beeping? And it turns out it's the noise machine that when it flips over and starts when it starts its cycle again, which is it only beeps? it's on a very short cycle, and it's it's hard to describe, but it's not a it's not so much a beep as it is like this 
high high like tone tone like something happened and it just sounds like it like so it's whirring and blowing and then, and it, then goes, it goes like you can hear it just yeah. Just under the surface. Just under the white noise. So um, I pointed out to Luke, and he actually heard it. And he goes, no, I'm not going to be able to unhear it. And I said, I know. Right. And then you're going to lay there and wait for that sound. Yes. So yeah. that's why I have my phone, which I have not yet detected a loop on. But is there something, is that similar to like counting sheep, where your brain is going to no. be listening to, or is it put you on edge? I have never counted sheep anyway. I don't understand why counting is supposed to make you because, tired. Because sheep are... There's a lot of them, and so I don't understand why that. I've never got that as a. You way can to make count bloodhounds if you'd rather. I take sheep counting too seriously. Apparently, like I am very distracted by, yeah, by numbers. Like they don't hmm. repeat. Like they keep going, and so you have to pay attention. You have to keep. You have to keep saying a new number. There's nothing relaxing about that. There's nothing <laughs> relaxing about school. You don't have to add sheep. You just count them. Yes, you do. You add one well, every, you add one, but every that's, time. But it's not okay. Well, you, maybe that's you could, my whole point. Maybe you should subtract sheep. No, then you would subtract one. Start with a billion. That's not going to... That's the same exact problem. You got to keep track. If you're keeping no, track... No, it's the reverse of the problem. If you're keeping track, it's not relaxing. So, but anyway, <laughs> I use my phone because of that. And so... This was I, not really even what I wanted to talk about. I but. was trying to figure out how to put on do not disturb mode, but in uh -huh. my mind, I'm going, I know what this, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to turn on do not disturb mode and then it's not going to play your, my ring, alarm. It's not going to ring in the morning. Right. I'll be late for church, but it does play the alarms. Even no, when no, you do, it do didn't not disturb until I had, that's my whole point. This, this very riveting story is because I had to go on Google mm -hmm. and, and find out how do I use do not disturb while still hearing my alarm? Cause I figured other people had asked that question. And there's a system, and I had to yes, follow this very long flow chart. Like, there was a whole bunch of information in that article, that tech article, that I didn't even need because it was other related. I thought that Do Not Disturb just had a just had a checkbox that says, go ahead and, yes. and let alarms yes, play and you hold, certain calls from people. No, you just turn it on. You push it once, and it turns it on. But uh -huh. you have to hold it down like this, and then it will open up, and then you can go in and right. configure it. Right. Okay, so I didn't know any of that. And I didn't. I also didn't know how to pick which apps to use. But now you have successfully got your phone. Well, I did get it to play my alarm on Sunday morning, but it's configured so that it works the way you want it, it to. It works with my white noise machine still being able to be heard, and then the alarm goes off the next morning. However, and you didn't even have to send a single angry email to me. I didn't yet, but I discovered on Sunday morning that the alarm plays under the white noise and it's very quiet. And so I could barely hear it. And it was a lucky thing that I actually did hear. It went off, but the white noise machine overpowers it. And is your alarm also white noise or is it a different noise? It's casting Crown's radio on Pandora. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I barely heard uh, Mark, Mark Hall <laughs> on Sunday morning before I got up for church. You know what you should do? Write an angry email to Mark Hall. That's what I'm getting. And tell him that he louder. needs to be louder. Sing louder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I have half a mind. Or I might write to the white noise app and say, you really need a feature on your app. Uh-huh, that makes it louder. So that, no, quieter. Quieter. makes it, it makes the white noise quieter. So that it prioritizes my alarm. They need to work together, right, white noise to and white, Google. And, and casting crowns. And casting it's crowns. It's all three of them. We need to have a team meeting so that everybody who's involved in this scenario can fix we'll set, my problem. We'll set up your phone so that it works exactly the way you right. need it to work. Right. Right. And I don't think that's unreasonable. No, not at all. Do you? Not at all. 
I think that if they, if Casting Crowns cares about their Christian. brothers and sisters, if they're Christian people, they say they are. Then they would prioritize your needs above their own, right? Wouldn't they? Isn't Didn't, there scripture that says to do that? I was going to say Jesus. Jesus himself is the one who said something to the effect of, "You are your brother's keeper." Uh huh. Are we? Are we? Um, supposed to go to Mark Hall and and, and make our make our needs known. Is I think he, it, it would be is better. casting crowns thinking higher of themselves than they ought to? I think we I think it'd be more efficient if we just talk to our buddy Juwan who's in the band with him. And let him talk to I'm Mark. I'm gonna email Juwan <laughs> and then Juwan can email Mark and we will get this taken care of. You know what would be hilarious to do right now is just to call Juwan right now and unload on him and say, why isn't Mark Hall singing louder on radio? And then just... No, just tell him, you are the reason that I was almost late for church. Just and then hang up. And then hang up. <laughs> and wait for, you know what? I have a Marco Polo. We can just send him that in Marco Polo right now. We'll just see what happens. We're about done with this episode. Uh, I was actually going to, I was going to ask you for the Carlina update because you said a couple of weeks ago that you. Hang on. I have a bone to pick with Juwan. Okay. Hey, Juwan, um, we're recording a podcast right now. So you'll hear this later when you listen to the episode. But I just want you to know that you are personally responsible for the fact that I almost missed church this week. And I just want to know what you're going to do about it to fix it. And you should repent. And repent. There. Okay. Deed is done. Okay. Reconciliation see, on the way. What's, what's beautiful about that is he has no context <laughs> no, for any of that. And so this is an important aspect of comedy. The The only people who are going to find this funny is the three of us, Carl. Because Juwan. Everyone at this table. Juwan no. has no idea. Juwan, Juwan knows enough, like. He listens to the podcast. He knows. He knows that we're that there was a reason yeah, that we that we did that. That he will also find but it funny. Generally speaking, when you when you just launch when you just throw your problems at a third party with absolutely no background information or no context, it's going to confuse them. And if they're strangers, if it's the person who's checking you out at the grocery store, or if it's the <laughs> auto mechanic, or if it's the hapless Best Buy employee who you may take your computer or your phone in and ask them to help you shut off the notifications. Yep. They have no context for uh, what you are talking about. And so becoming short with them and uh, and angry with them just, just uh, makes you look bad. It makes you look bad. We will laugh. We think it's funny. But yeah. that's, um, that's anyway. an acquired skill. We only have, we only have a couple. Minutes. So we can't do a, a Carlina update, but I we can, will. Do I can a, do the fast one. Carlina, you, you can do it in three minutes. I am a word person. Okay, go for it. Okay, so for context, because you need to know, Carlina is the name that we give to any woman who has been behaving badly. Mm -hmm. She's always a cautionary tale, and we don't want to give you the real name of the real person in real life who's guilty of these. Because real names don't matter. Things because yeah, it doesn't matter, and and it's more important for you to understand the concept and to try to make sure that you don't become a Carlina. Right. So, so you Car are Carl, but Carl you're not is good. Carlina. Carlina, bad. Yes, Carl is our neighbor. Carlina is um, kind of like the uh, fox in all of the Aesop's fables tales. Like right. we want to be careful and take heed not to be that way. So, so Carlina, we'll just say, we'll just call her Carlina. Mm -hmm. She recently was divorced from her husband mm -hmm. and they have two kids, yep. very young, under the age of nine, I think. Right. 
And um, she immediately started posting about how she's getting checked out at the, like checked out, not like a cashier, but checked out, like looked up and down and kind of having eyes made right. at people her. Are, people are on the prowl for her yeah. now because she's available. She's like, I took off my wedding ring and I went to the store and oh my goodness, it was like everybody just wanted a piece of me. <laughs> so Can I, I'm not going to comment. Yeah, so that that's that immediately started happening within. Just I a few weeks. don't think that that's probably an accurate reflection I of reality. I think but, that that's probably not either. I think okay. she felt like she was available and felt like she was suddenly very desirable because she was interpreting guys looking over in her direction because they were trying to ascertain the price of well, bread. Well, she was and, very aware of the fact that she didn't have a ring on her finger, and so she felt like everybody else was probably as aware as she. Everybody was, was equally aware of the hey, she's not wearing a wedding ring. Well, and I'll give you an example. Like when I was pregnant with my first baby, not so much with the others, but the first one, I swelled up pretty big, and I had to get a different ring to wear because my wedding ring didn't fit. Mm. So at the very end, my hands were too swollen, and. In between, when I couldn't find one that would fit yet, like I was, it was, mine was too small for a time, but then I hadn't found a replacement yet to wear. And so I went to the store pregnant with no ring on my finger. And uh, I was hyper aware of it. I'm like, everyone's just, looking just at the wait. All these people at thinking that I'm loose a woman who's single all mom with no yeah, stability in her life. pregnant and she's got no. Yeah. Which I, I knew even then that that was probably not what they were thinking, probably but not. it just felt like it to me. So that's what's going on here. Um, so. So Carlina posts constantly on social media about how hard it is to be a single mom. Because again, she thinks about it constantly. And so everybody else probably wants to hear about it and think about it constantly. Yes, everybody is. Because that's a big thing that we do all the time. We're constantly worrying about other people's circumstances. Right. We think rather, of others so often. <laughs> rather than thinking of ourselves. Right. We always think about single mothers and right. the people... People who are living People who difficult are lives in yeah, front that, of us in line at the That's store. how we spend all of our time. Yeah. It's just human nature it's to human always nature. think of others. It's human nature to be super concerned <laughs> about others. So, but yeah, but it was you who taught me when I was oh. a kid that that was well, not the personal case. Fables. That people are always more interested in themselves than they are in you, and they're not yes. really thinking about you as much as you might think they are. Nope. So, so that's basically what Carlina needs to hear. But that's actually not the point of this particular tale. Basically, within three or four months of the divorce. Carlina got herself a boyfriend. She did mm -hmm. find a guy and like immediately shared the news on social media about how in love she was. Right. She was, now, Carlina identifies as a Christian too. I think yes. we need to point that out because there is some, we're not, uh, when, when pagans behave like this, it's one thing. It's, it's equally foolish, but it's understandable because it's, right. it's like, this is what pagans do. This is what depraved people do. When it's a person who claims to be a sister in Christ, that's when we start to go, okay, we, we need to have a conversation with you about this. Of course, you're not going to be happy if like we have it. that conversation. But right. we at least are. We have the right to have a conversation with well, you because you have said that you want to be part of our the only, family. The only thing that, that matters about this detail is the boyfriend, the new boyfriend was tagged in this post declaring her love and how happy she was in it. Everybody was congratulating her. Just, right. oh, we're so glad. It's, so good. You deserve, you deserve to be happy. This. You deserve this. You deserve to be happy. You and the kids. So she immediately starts going on like dates with, with this guy, with the kids, leaving the kids with the guy, mm -hmm. tagging him in posts. Again, just talking about how in love they are. Mm -hmm. And I just, I clicked on it to see what this guy was you like. went to the guy's page. I went to his page. And he is nothing short of an absolute creep. Right. I mean, there's nothing redeeming on this this guy's page. Bad language, uh, 
deplorable selfishness. Uh, he's oh, talking about selfishness. how he's on. He had to get his meds fixed, and if anybody's got a problem with that, he'll he'll punch him out. I mean, words that I cannot actually repeat. On. Right. He's got. He, he's posting words that are inappropriate for our podcast. Yeah, I so. can't say, but that was it. Like every other word was was f words and even when and he was she's a sister in christ he's trying to be funny and he's still tagging his buddies and stuff where he's basically just calling them these foul names right. you know female genitalia and stuff and and that's the only thing he ever says is just horrible grotesque like vulgar stuff right and so and this is the love of her life it's now the love of her this life. is the person who's come she's into bringing him into the kids lives right and and as far as i can tell he doesn't even pretend to be a christian he's an open and out atheist who is also on meds for a mood disorder and swears like a sailor. Right, and she's bringing her babies into this environment. It makes no sense. No. But what makes the least sense is the fact that not a single person in the church or in her family, right. in Carlina's family, has said, what cared are you enough doing? to say, dump him. This particular Carlina, we have had some interaction in the past, and you are, are you currently blocked? Or? No, I'm not blocked. Um, I'm not blocked. No, you wouldn't be able to see your post. If you and I blocked. wouldn't know that there was a boyfriend. And right. then, and that eventually... The point is that we have been shut down uh, for conversations, trying to have conversations in the past. Right. And so this is a person who is not appreciative of our right. counsel. So here are some things. Now, okay, so spoilers, or I guess fast forwarding to the end of the story. Um, the boyfriend is the one who ended up dumping her. The boyfriend dumped Carlina because she oh, got too clingy. Oh, this is new. Clingy. I didn't know that they weren't an item anymore. Yes, the boyfriend got too clingy, or she got too clingy, and the boyfriend was like, look, I just am not as, I'm not as obsessed with you as you are with me. Right. And, you know, he never said he loved her. He never said no. that, they, that they were soulmates. He never, <laughs> she just went nuts as right. soon as he paid her any attention. And right. so he was like, wow, I need some distance. I need some space. And so here are some of the memes now that are being shared. Um, by Carlina. By Carlina. Um, I the, can imagine. The best thing I did was learn to stop fighting for someone who was okay with losing me. Uh-huh. Oh, here's one. <laughs> a person with a good heart puts up with way too much crap, but it's not that right. word. A person with a good heart. I'm not your free time or your second choice. Prioritize me or leave me alone. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it's amazing how many people with, quote, good hearts are also have really bad brains. Here's one. A woman treats you how she wants to be treated first. Then she treats you how you treat her. Read that again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I am done. This was her actual words. I am done with men who aren't scared to lose me. And then the quote from the meme is, find someone who's proud to have you, scared to lose you, fights for you, appreciates you, respects you, cares for you, and loves you unconditionally. That's the reason that she's divorced in the first place. Uh, wise That's man, sentiment. A wise man once said, if you look at her and you don't feel anything, she's not yours to keep. She's another man's blessing. Be real with how you feel and stop wasting her time. We all need to stop messing with other people's soulmates. That's the reason. That's the reason that she's divorced in the first place is because she was not, she was not getting from her husband the sort of worship that she demands, and, and, and so and the truth she is, went looking elsewhere. The truth is, this boyfriend was always real with her or, or frank with her about her feelings. I, I again never saw him playing. He never games. reciprocated. He never he said. He never said, "Oh, honey, I love you, heart, yeah. heart, heart, forever, forever." You and forever. I are in this forever. It's right. like it was obvious to me that this was all one sided. From day one. And so what I want to say to the church, what I want to say to people in the church is 
when are we going to be brave enough, courageous enough to protect the women in the church from themselves? When are we going to stand up to Carlina, even though she's going to be mad about it? Oh, she'll say, be super mad. I, it is not that I don't want you to be happy. It's because I know for a fact that this is not going to lead to lasting happiness, that I have to tell you, this is a loser and you are wrong. And actually like being a bad mother when you bring him around your kids. Right. You're wrong. It's wrong. Right. It's not wrong. It, it, it's not right. It's not, it's not God's blessing. We're not right. going to celebrate you and, and say that you God deserve this. It's not God giving you what you wanted after a is, long, hard year. The truth know? is what you deserve you actually do deserve this. You actually do deserve to be treated like crap because that's how you treated your previous husband. What you should do is go back to that. You should go back and patch up that relationship and make that work rather than immediately running away when things are not as fun as they were when you were uh, when you were smitten. When you were, but this apparently is is modus operandi for. Carlina. This is most women. Well, yeah, Carlina. And Head then, over heels in love. He's right. the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Wait a minute. He didn't say that I'm the greatest thing that ever happened to him. Right. He's a loser. I'm gone. Well, I'm going to go find know? somebody who treats me the way. How would they know? Nobody's treating, nobody's teaching them. Nobody with the light or the truth is teaching them. And so that's why Carlinas like this are allowed to thrive in the church. They exist. Um, they, they happen way too often. And so, and again, we're not naming the actual name because it doesn't matter. It doesn't you matter. have a Carlina in your life. You know a woman who's got kids who divorced her husband and immediately started looking for a new guy and then immediately made probably the stupidest choice in who to get hooked up with and, that you could make. Uh, and and, and is, all of her family let her do it. And is still, and some of her family is even reinforcing the idea that she is a very special princess who deserves to be... Yeah. treated oh, as no. one of her one of her cousins even asked her like after apparently there was some like meeting or intervention where this carlina was going to go and beg for her you know for the guy to come back and the cousin after she was like well that didn't work out the cousin was like oh didn't go as planned huh drat like oh that's too bad for you right. You're, you did your best to try to win him over and win or win him back and it didn't work and it's like so you guys are actually having discussions. Like you're talking about this off social media. Right. And your advice as the cousin was, well, do your best. Go and lay your heart out there. and Lay your heart out there and feel. that'll win him over. And if it doesn't win him over, he's not a very good guy anyway. Right. And you deserve better. And you're going to spend your whole life looking for a guy who's got the same big, weepy heart that you have. Because right. that's not a masculine characteristic. Right. And most guys... If that's what it takes to be to win you, they're not willing to win you. Most most guys are going to are going to pass so if here's, you want here's them to quote, be chicks. Here's a quote from the boyfriend that I found: "God has allowed me to live another day, and I'm about to make it everyone's problem." Now that's actually kind of funny, but that's literally the only post of his I can even read because he's so vulgar. <laughs> So vulgar. <laughs> That's kind of what we do on this podcast. God gave us another day, so we're going to go and God's bother everybody. Like, honestly, I feel a little guilty, or I feel like a little regret for even reading that, because you're probably going to like him more than you now, should just from that. I, have a, I do like him. I like that guy, based on... Uh, I've accidentally made him sound wittier, quote. because I just read the most... Oh, I'm sure he stole that from somewhere. Right. And yeah. I just read the most coherent thing on his wall. Everything else is just, like, random F words and yeah, body parts. And, and, 
things yeah. that were cobbled, cobbled together smoking. from like a billion different unconnected words. And marijuana memes and other <laughs> drugs that he's... <laughs> other drugs he's brought up. All right, oh, let's hear oh, that new outro. That's what I was going to say. Already Enjoy our new outro. outro, Carl. Tell us what you think. Thanks for visiting the Comedian's House. If you want to spend more time with our family, you can follow John Branion on YouTube and Facebook. Also email nextdoor at johnbranion.com with your comments and questions. We'll see you next time. <laughs>